Hello, Sac State students. Welcome to another week and another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. Once again, I'm Robbie Pierce, your podcast editor, and I am joined once again by our managing editor, Maddie Beck, and our editor-in-chief, Max Connor. And Max, did you want to start us off this week for news? Yeah, thanks, Robbie. So this weekend, there was a couple of protests happening down at the Capitol. There was another pro-Trump protest that was called the Recount America and Anti-Lockdown Protest. And it was promoted by the Freedom Angels Foundation, which is a group best known in California for opposing mandated vaccinations um, that are currently in place and part of the law in California for children to attend public schools. There were a number of protesters there that our reporters spoke to who were there to get out information about a recall Governor Gavin Newsom petition that's been circling, as well as um, continued protests over President Trump's claims that the election was not fair and that there was widespread voter fraud, something that um, at this point still has there's no evidence that there's been any widespread voter fraud in the election. Additionally, there was in Sacramento is now back into the purple tier, which means indoor dining is no longer allowed. Um, church services will largely not be allowed. So the part of the protest as well was just against the governor and the state and efforts in the county to go back to more um, lockdown procedures and not quarantine, but um, just more restricted procedures and closing of businesses and things. We talked to one man who plans to run for governor in 2022, Diego Martinez, who owns a bail bonds business. The protest was also, um, there was also a counter protest that was promoted by Antifa Sacramento on their Twitter account. So there were a number of counter protesters out there as well. And at one point on the west side of the Capitol, on the lawn out there, there was an altercation where some pro-Trump protesters who were particularly dressed up as members of the Proud Boys um, had sort of a standoff with a number of counter-protesters. Um, you can see this video on statehornet.com, and that was the, the biggest altercation sort of incident that, that we found at the protest. But other than that incident, which was not pretty, certainly the protests were largely peaceful. You can see that video, as I said, as well as um, a large group of photos and a photo essay from three different reporters that we had on scene at statehornet.com. And in the show notes as well. And then next, Maddie, could you talk about Sac State President Robert Nelson testifying about the impact of COVID-19 on Sac State to the California State Assembly? Yeah, so Nelson testified Thursday to the California State Assembly, and his main focus was the ways that COVID-19 has impacted Sac State, kind of how they've responded to it. He talked about how Sac State spent approximately $1 million to train faculty over the summer on improving Canvas and Zoom skills to teach online, and they used funding from the CARES Act to do that. He also talked about trying to bridge the digital divide by investing in technology and other services that can assist students with online learning. And he said that Sac State has spent approximately $2 million on technology to loan to students, including 1,295 laptops, 1,194 hotspots, and 323 webcams. Within this story, there is also a really cool infographic that was created by Piper, who is the author, 
And that kind of shows kind of some of the statistics that Nelson spoke about. Nelson also talked about how not as many students dropped out in the spring as might have been expected due to the pandemic. Only 70 of over 31,000 withdrew. And all 9,000 Andrews students who applied for graduation ended the term eligible to graduate, which is a record number for Sac State. Nelson also spoke about the four-year graduation rate, as well as graduation rates for African-American students and first-generation students rising. All right. Thank you, Maddie. And then moving along, the Sacramento State Festival of New American Music has ran annually since 1978, and for its 43rd year, it was held virtually from November 1st to November 8, the event showcased over 90 musicians and composers from around the Sacramento area and across the U.S., and also had several music-based workshops and masterclasses with various professional musicians and composers, as well as some contests. We have some quotes from the contest winners, as well as some videos of various performances available on the full story, which is available on statehornet.com and in the show notes, along with everything else we talk about today. All right. And joining me now is our newly christened web editor, Chris Wong. And Chris, you just got done working on that electoral map that went live the other day. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yeah. So basically what we wanted to accomplish with that, I've just been looking at the local news outlets and there isn't a whole lot of visualization for the race results for especially for local issues around the Sacramento region. So I was just like, you know, the data seems to be there. Yeah, we'll do that. It, it's neighborhood by neighborhood showing how every neighborhood in the Sacramento area voted for propositions, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Basically, we took a map file from the county. It's pretty clean. Only thing is we need a way to identify neighborhoods without having an address bar, like a lookup feature. So we had this data party. Um, our uh, video editor, she was surprised by the party part. <laughs> or Notably, session um, two was no longer data party. It was data workshop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be that moving forward. We still have neighborhoods to label. We have, we'll have more results coming out later this week. The city council races for Sacramento, also races in Elk Grove, Folsom. It's really exciting just to be putting so many, like so many visualizations together. That map is going to be updated, like Chris just said, but if you wanted to view it now, or if you're listening to this podcast in the future times, it is in the show notes. All right. And then second and final guest joining me today is co-deputy news editor, Cameron Dady. And Cameron, you were part of a team covering the breaking story that a Sac State football player was diagnosed with COVID-19, correct? Yes. So could you tell us a little bit more about that story? Yeah. So one of our reporters received a tip that said a group of football players was quarantining due to one player testing positive for coronavirus. Uh, we know that players have been practicing in smaller pods to practice social distancing. So when a player tested positive, his whole pod had to quarantine. I had already been speaking with administration, trying to find out statistics and data about positive coronavirus cases on campus and in the dorms. So I reached out to them again to get some more information. Uh, Brian Blomster, who is the director of communications at Sac State, told me that one player had tested positive for COVID and 13 others had to quarantine because they were in close contact with him. The assistant athletic director, Brian Berger, told me that all the athletes that had to quarantine are no longer in quarantine. He also told me that some of the athletes that had quarantined were residents of the dorms, but he didn't have a specific number of how many. 
I'm still waiting for, to hear back from administration about Sac State's procedures when a resident of the dorms tests positive for COVID or when a student athlete tests positive for COVID on campus and whether or not they notify residents of the dorms if another resident tests positive for COVID. All right. Thank you, Cameron. And that just about concludes this episode of the State Hornet Podcast. As always, check the show notes for more information. Thank you for listening and please stay safe. we should mention um if not i'll just stop the recording here Let's see uh i'm the map i'm the map i'm the map <laughs> okay i'm keeping that in <laughs> i'm gonna have that oh, play yeah. like over the credits after the music fades out for anybody shoot. who's still listening shoot should i sing the whole thing <laughs> no you're good okay